This is the happy hour. You guys going to happy hour? Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. Yeah, I'll maybe I'll come for a couple. Here are your hosts, Nick Sainert. I want to know what it's like to commit a crime without having to spend time in jail. And Enrique Alvarez Cleary. C is for chunk. Brought to you by Empire Fence and Netting. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome to the show. It's the happy hour, 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Nick Sainert and Enrique Alvarez Clary are with you guys. Rico, welcome back. Hello. How's the day? It's going good so far. Nice runs of shirt. Thank you. Two runs of Rexy for this shirt. There you go. Perfect. That's what it says. I, It'll be a sad day when you just don't wear shirts like that anymore. When I like. Will you ever out? Will you ever not wear? No. Those types of t-shirts. No, I will always have. You'll graphic be tees. you'll be eighty-seven years old. I'll be wearing them. And you'll be wearing them. I will always have graphic tees, and I will always wear them. All right. I actually need to get t-shirts that are not ground, just like regular, just, just regular like, t-shirts, just like a solid color that's, t-shirt. That's my issue. I is have like that... four. I like I have a bunch of white t-shirts, but those okay. I wear under polos. Yeah. I don't just wear them. So I need some like just like solid color, red, blue, black, blah, whatever. Well, just something, right? Because yeah. like I, I have one. I have, it's just a pink shirt. I, like I have it. realized that I, I only have t-shirts of things I'm affiliated with. So like Tom a couple Jerry. a couple years well not this is I why like I had to this is why I had a guy this is one for this is a perfect example it was like I would have tons of ticket shirts mm-hmm. which I'm I'm thankful for obviously tons of ticket shirts I had tons of D bat shirts I had tons of Pia shirts and I was like I don't I want more than just this I just want just normal T shirts. Mm-hmm. And so I had to run over to TJ Maxx, get I this little, I, I, I had to get, you can see on this, the video stream, nice little Tom and Jerry shirt. Love it. Um, it has a, it, on the back, it says Tom and Jerry as well. I'm not sure how well the showing that was, uh, but yeah, you got a little, little Jerry and his little cheese. Jerry and the cheese on the, on the front. So great shirt. Um, it was like six bucks at TJ Maxx. Great shirt. So thank Love you. It. I appreciate Shout that. Shout out to TJ Maxx for having great deals. Uh, Longskirt says, can we get a segment where Nick rates Rico's shirts on how he feels about it each day? That was something you were going to do, and you did it like twice, and then you stopped. Okay, we can do this real quick. All right. Do so, it a stand up so you can see the whole No, shirt. no, I don't need I don't okay. need I can see it. Um, I, I show do, the people. Okay, so here's my thoughts. I don't care for the lettering. I don't. I don't really necessarily need the... The the slogan I'm too runs the Rexy, Rexy for this shirt. Oh, that's the part of it. I would like it if it just had runs a Rex, just the Rex. Ah, maybe, but I like the you know just to let people know. Oh, by the way, Scooter from Roca says wear your, your guys' Roca crazy cracker tee. Don't worry, Scooter. I wore that on the Fourth of July. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I seriously wore that on the Fourth of July. I that was my Fourth of July. I think I one. did too. How about that? I, I I specifically did it on the 4th of July. So, Or maybe it was the night of July 3rd. I can't remember which day. I, I for sure wore it, though. Because I, I don't have any July 4th gear. So when Scooter was so gracious to give us all a uh, Scooter for, uh, Roka Crazy Cracker t-shirt, I was like, well, perfect. This is going to be my 4th of July shirt I have well. a polo with uh, bomb pops on it. So like the red, Oh, red, there blue, you go. Like, yeah, I have, I have a polo with those. On it. I tell myself I need to just start dressing a little nicer and wearing like polos every now and then and stuff. Um, I think about that sometimes. And then I'm just like, 
No. Yeah, here we are. So anyway, once again, 402-464-5685, the Honda Lincoln Hotline and the Sarder Heyman text line are both open for you guys the entire show, as well as the Sarder Heyman Jewelers video stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, and Allo Channel 951. Got a really good show for you guys lined up today as we will uh, talk a little bit of hot seat rankings, and I'll get Rico's thoughts on those. And yeah. then at 1.30, we have special guest Diane Mendenhall, uh, uh, the president of the Nebraska Pro Volleyball Organization will join us at 1.30 to give us, uh, just kind of give us the lowdown on what's going on, some of the exciting things about the Nebraska Pro Volleyball Organization, her story, how she got there, all the details. Uh, so that'll be coming up here in about 15 minutes or so. I forgot to give the rating of your shirt on a 1 to 10 scale. It happens. I'm going to give it an 8.2. 8.2 is my rating. I will accept that. It would be a 9.5 if it didn't have the the sentence. What would make it a perfect 10? What What is a perfect 10 A little teacher? color. A little color? Color. Because okay. here's the thing is I need to know that that is, that is Rex. Well, what if it just said runs or Rex? We're getting a lot of free advertising here. We got to watch out. Yeah, we do. No free shout outs. What if it was just the, the, the Rex? The Rex. Um. That's what I'm saying. I just need a green and yellow Rex. Okay. There it is. Okay. Either way, um, let's see. We got this. Can we have a segment where Rico rates the people he has worked with? Nick's last, we know. Dang. Am I last? Out of all, you don't have to name it. Yeah, I know. I got to think of all the people I've worked with. All the people you've worked with. Uh, just here or like? Yeah, yeah. That just I've just here is fine. Like we go to Red Walmart. You're definitely not last. <laughs> you're far from last. Yes. Uh, just the people that I've worked with here. No, you, you're you not last. I'm not last. You're Thank not you. last. That's all I needed to know. I appreciate I that, I think you're going to be above three people. Wow. How about that? That's great. Just had to think about them real quick. Thank goodness. And the people um, will never guess who those three people no, are. No, we're never. And we're, we would never admit it. We would never announce who those three people are. Yeah. Um, one of them sit in the back office, Austin Norman. No. <laughs> anyway, okay, Sorry, let's, Austin's above let, you. let's talk. That's fine. I put Austin above you as well. Uh, let's talk hot seat rankings here. So CBS Sports released some hot seat rankings, uh, like as they do every year prior to the season beginning, and they do it on the numbers list of zero through five. Zero being untouchable, and five being win or be fired. Um, and so. We're only going to go through, really, we're going to take a look just an, uh, and observe where some Big Ten coaches are, where are some names that we know, uh, where are they at on this list, if you will. And we start first with a couple of the untouchables. Mm -hmm. Obviously, Kirby Smart, Nick Saban, Dabo Sweeney are those. Mm -hmm. um, and it's not even just first-year coaches that are, are untouchable. Matt Rule, for example, is a number one, which is safe and secure. Okay. At number or the the first ones that are under the category of now or never, win or be fired, we have Tom Allen at Indiana. That makes sense. Understandable. Yep. Had one good season, and then followed that up with yeah. two very bad seasons. And there are only three coaches that have a number five. What's at five is winner. Win or be fired. Okay. Um, it's as high as you can, as hot as you can go yeah. right now. Mm -hmm. Tom Allen at Indiana, mm -hmm. Neil Brown at West Virginia, and Danny Gonzalez at New Mexico. How long have they been at their current position? So this is where we can look. 
Um, Danny Does it have it on there? Do so I need least, to look it up? least important, Danny Gonzalez at New Mexico has been there for three years, and he is 7-24 and 24 in those three years. Ooh. How about this? The Lobos last scored 20-plus points in a September 2021 victory. They did not score 2021? over... 2021? 2021. Or excuse me. Uh, yes, 2021. Oh, That's what sir. CBS Sports says. Oh, sirs. They go into the 2023 tied for the nation's fourth longest losing streak at nine games. Uh, Neil Brown at West Virginia. I want to say he's been there. I'm going to go four years. Neil Brown. It does not tell me Neil Brown. So here's where I can look it up on uh, sports reference. So just to remind folks, Neil Brown came from Troy. That's where he coached prior to uh, West Virginia. And he is twenty-two and twenty-five at West Virginia. Um, has been there since twenty nineteen. He has had two seasons at five and seven, one six and seven year, and in COVID year twenty twenty, he was six and four as well. I was right. He's been there for four years. I'm so good at what I do. Yeah. So so Neil Brown and then Tom Allen, obviously Allen. His last winning season was during COVID nineteen, and since the twenty twenty season. Indiana is six and eighteen. Um, there have been two Big Ten wins combined since twenty twenty one, especially with the Big Ten changing before our eyes. Indiana hasn't finished above tenth placed in the Big Ten total offense since twenty nineteen. Mm, that's not great. Yikes! That's not great. Um, and just to talk about how quick it changed, right there. So they, they also give and provide on CBSSports.com the 2022 rating, mm-hmm. what they were, what these coaches were in 2022. In 2022, Tom Allen was a num- it was a two safe and, or excuse me, all good for now. Well, that was the talk, for now. talk about how how much it's changed that's, in that's just the for now portion just of it. one year. So now moving, he was still riding high off of that very successful season that Indiana had. Yeah, um, and and you lose Michael Penix, which certainly didn't help. They lost yeah. Michael Penix last to year Washington. to Washington, and it just things just snowballed. It went yeah. from remember they're not dancing, but the the players running off the field during that good season. Yeah, and says so there's nobody I'd like to play for more than this man right here. I love this guy. A year later. Two years later, not saying the player, but like mm-hmm. two years later, he's going to get fired. Possibly. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't know how Indiana's schedule. So I can look that up while you get the coach. Indiana football schedule. It, it lines up. It lines up like this. Not all that friendly. If you are a Hoosiers fan, you start out against Ohio State. Well, you. I, I forgot that when the CBS schedule came out, this one was the first Big Ten game that's on CBS. Indiana. Versus Ohio State. Ohio State has to travel to Bloomington week one on hey, September 2nd. Bloomington, that stadium looks nice, though. Bloomington this time of I year wanna, is amazing. It's fantastic. The flowers are blooming. <laughs> In Bloomington. A, a nice. Thank you. So, yeah. So, Indiana has uh, Ohio State at home. Indiana State. Louisville at Lucas Oil Stadium. With a coach that they've seen before. Jeff Brom. Akron. And then their Big Ten games are... Maryland, which is tough, mm. at Michigan, which is hard, at Penn State, which is difficult, Wisconsin is a crossover, oh my goodness, at Illinois is a crossover, and at Purdue Indiana. is a crossover. Oh, no. 
not an easy slate for the Hoosiers. Like, first off, you're in the, the Big Ten East, so it's going to be hard regardless. But your crossovers did you no favors. No, not at all. Not at all. A couple of the other ones as we go through this. Now, we that, there's only three coaches with a rating of five, okay? Now we go to fours, where it is Dino Babers and G- Jimbo Fisher. And at number four, it's start improving now. That is a – those are – Two polar opposite coaches. Very, very much so. Jimbo Fisher, as everybody knows, is getting paid all this money to coach uh, mediocre football. Texas A&M right now. And don't forget, uh, in October of last year, so the buyout of Jimbo Fisher. Oh, yeah, that was a big talking this point. This is a big talking point, right? So on September 1st, 2021, Jimbo Fisher signed a 10-year fully guaranteed contract extension worth $95 million through 2031. Mm. Um, remember, if if Texas A&M would have fired Jimbo Fisher after last year, it would have cost them $85,950,000. All right? So if Texas A&M elects to part ways with Jimbo after the 2023 season... They will still owe him $76,800,000. It doesn't get manageable. Probably, I mean, and I say manageable because we were, I mean, Nebraska fans were talking about the, the Scott Frost buyout of what was it, $15, 15 million? million? And I was like, you need right? to wait until you have this to wait. time. So just to put this in perspective, the buyout after the 2029 season mm-hmm. is $19.8 million. Oh, Oh, there you go. In what season twi- is that? In, in 2029. Oh, yeah, you just got to wait till 2020. That is, that is rid- after. Ridiculous. So that is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven more seasons. How did he con them into this deal? After, after seven more seasons, you'll still have to pay him $19.8 million in buyout money. So if Texas A&M can't figure it out, I mean, and if they you're can't hoping win, and praying like, he, he turns it around there. You, you have to. But even then, if he turns it around, like they're just going to let him end his contract. Like I don't think even if he turns it around, yeah. unless he wins a national championship, which I don't see happening in the near future for Texas A&M, unless that happens, by the time his contract is over, they're going to be more than happy to part ways with him. Well, it's it's definitely one of those things where like Michigan State's going through it right now, obviously. I was one um, bad season. It was one bad year. Uh, but like so, Texas A&M schedule this season, um, they have to travel to Miami in week two. Mm-hmm. Then they are hosting Auburn. They have a neutral site game against Arkansas, which led by Sam Pittman, not a cakewalk by any means. Love Sam Pittman. Um, Alabama at home, at Tennessee, at Ole Miss, at LSU. Yeah, it looks like another losing season. That's a tough season one. That's really Jimbo. tough. That's really tough. But don't worry, they play Abilene Christian in the in week thirteen. Oh, thank goodness! At home, that's on SEC Network. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, we are joined by the president of the Nebraska Pro Volleyball Organization, Diane Mendenhall. She'll talk about her new role and just talk about uh, the new organization that a lot of folks are going to want to take note of playing in the CHI Health Center. We're going to be talking about all that with the president of the Nebraska Pro Volleyball Organization, Diane Mendenhall, coming up next on the Happy Hour. Follow Nick and Enrique on Twitter at Nick underscore Sainert and at Radio Rico AC. 
More of Happy Hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.